Welcome to the Cool Tools Show. I'm Mark Frauenfelder, Editor-in-Chief of Cool Tools, a website of tool recommendations written by our readers. You can find us at cool-tools.org. I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Kelly, founder of Cool Tools. Hey, Kevin. Hey, it's great to be here. In each episode of the Cool Tools Show, Kevin and I talk to a guest about some of his or her favorite uncommon and uncommonly good tools they think others should know about. Our guest this week is Gina Clark of Malibu Seaside Chef, the go-to chef and catering company known as much for her celebrity clientele as her innovative menus. Based in Malibu, California, Gina's clients to date include celebrities and luminaries such as U2, Justin Bieber, Seal, Kid Rock, Barbara Streisand, Josh Brolin, Joe Montana, Dak Prescott, and many more. Hey, Gina, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, it's really great to have you here. I'm really looking forward to some of your suggestions and recommendations. I got those to give you. That's excellent. Yeah, Kevin and I love food. We love cooking. We are by no means professional chefs. So this is an honor to be able to speak to someone who is a professional chef and learn uh, some of your favorite cooking tools. So why don't you tell us about the first one about a uh, food delivery bag? Yes, this is called the Derby Insulated Food Bag, and it is the XXL. So the reason I love this bag is because you don't have to be a chef. You could be a mom um, going to the grocery store, getting groceries for your whole family, and you can put all these groceries in one bag. And I really love this product because, one, it's flat which makes my life so much easier when I when I am taking supplies to houses that could spill, like pasta sauces or different um, things that I've already made that could potentially spill and dump over. This is a square, large, huge bag that is so durable. And it also the straps have pads on them so they don't hurt my, my, my neck or my shoulders, which is also wonderful. And it's totally insulated. So I feel like if I've gone to five different grocery stores, I can bring all my food with me from grocery store to grocery store. And I'm not worried about my food quality getting disturbed um, driving to the next store because it's insulated. It stays cold. And I put my cold packs in there. So I know my fish and my meats are going to be perfect and my vegetables will be great. And I also love it because it is commercial grade, actually, which is also a benefit to having such a, a large bag. And I don't have to have 16 bags that I take with me to the how, how, how large is it? Can you give a, 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 an approximate size? It would be about the size of that size is big. It's big. It's like as big as a double size kitchen sink. That's how big it is. It's that big. So cool. when it's full of food, it must be pretty heavy then. It can be, but you know, I'm very strong and people that um, are not weak, they could easily carry this bag full of food. <laughs> okay. And, and there seems to be uh, a lot of different large square bags that are insulated. Is, is the Derby particularly better than the others? I feel like this one is the most um, durable and strong that I've ever used. And I've had so many other ones that I've used, but I love the, the feature that it's square. The square feature is really for me as a, as a chef who carries things that are going to spill. It's one of my favorite things to. And you say square, you, you mean that it's like rectangular. Rectangular. Yes. It's rectangular. Right. So, um, there, there, there do seem to be, I don't know, dozens of different varieties of square, food delivery, insulated food delivery bags. 
but you're saying this one you like more because of of its um durability or durability and it is commercial grade so i'm not i'm i'm talking this is for the real the zippers are commercial grade the way that it seals the temperature the stitching the the, it's easy to collapse that's another important feature Mm -hmm. it's a it's easy to collapse and I can store this anywhere. So this can be stored underneath your bed. It could be stored in your closet. It doesn't take up a space like a cooler, yet it is a cooler. All right. So it folds, it collapses down to flat. Flat. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. So so how much does it cost? $24, around $24. That's, okay. That's great. And how about cleaning? Is it easy to clean the outside of it? so easy to clean. So I always, every time I come home from my jobs, I wipe out all my bags because also you collect mildew and you just got to keep your bags clean. So I spray it with disinfectant, all my bags, and I come home, I wipe them out and I just deep collapse it right back down and put it away. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have these foldable rectangular grocery bags, but they're not insulated that we use going to Trader Joe's and stuff. And it's the same thing. They're collapsible. We can, and they also fit right into the um, shopping cart much better than. Um, That's these, true. Um, this one is a little paper. bit bigger, um, but as I say, I am cooking and shopping for um, ten to fifteen to twenty people a lot of times. So I really need something that is. I just put it right when I come into the grocery store, right next to the carts, and no one ever takes it. And I just come back, and when I'm ready to go, I just fill it up. Right. Exactly. So cool. Wonderful. It, it looks great. So yes. Yeah, so even if you're not a a professional chef delivering food for for a picnic for a, a large group of folks, this is oh, like yeah. the way to go. It's the way to go for sure. You can get everything in there. Put your dishes in there. Put your oh, cups wow. in there. You can put um your you know all your alcohol in there and get ready mm-hmm. to party. That sounds good. Very right. cool. Okay. So and it's it's okay. called a, a Durabi. Durabi. Uh, yeah. Durabi. Durabi. Insulated food bag XXL. That sounds good. Okay, well, cool. So, so moving right on down the list, and I love hearing about knives, especially from people who use them professionally. So, tell us about uh, these these knives that you like. Well, New West knives, I absolutely love. They were actually a gift from my sous chef um, Brian, and it was a beautiful gift. Not only are these knives gorgeous and American made, but they're like a piece of art. So you know what's really beautiful is that no one can ever steal my knife because my knife is a piece of art. It is so gorgeous. <laughs> it is like it is like you could put this knife on the wall. That's how gorgeous it is. Not only is that knife beautiful, but it it works like no other knife. And for me as a chef, it's like a part of my knife kit. I bring in this gorgeous knife. It's a piece of art, just like my food is a piece of art. I feel like my knife will never get left behind. That's another thing as a chef. You constantly are leaving everything behind because I have a lot of servers and bartenders that are cleaning for me and they never leave it behind. And also, um, it is like it is like the Rolls Royce of knives, this knife. You know what I mean? I'm going in with style. Mm-hmm. So so you say it's a Rolls Royce. You mean in terms of the its action, its ability, its cost? What, what, what do you mean by Rolls Royce? Well, the cost is is kind of like a Rolls Royce and the cost. It is an expensive <laughs> knife. But uh, it how, is, how, how much does it cost? Well, it depends on which knife you get. But the well, the one that you're knife, suggesting. Um, well, I have all of them. So the chef knife that I love is about 
um, three twenty-five. The chef's okay. knife. Uh huh. But and I have wh- all of them, so they go down in 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 cost as less metal. The less mm-hmm. metal, the lower the cost. Okay. And it's the highest quality steel for kitchen knives that you can buy. And the handles are made from desert iron wood, and they are beautiful and they are sexy. And the shape is just yeah, like this. The shape is incredible. The, the curvy shape is so. It nice. is. And, and, and I, I imagine you must have used many knives over your careers. And, and so, besides the fact that these look beautiful, w- what about their performance? That is it that you like that compared to other uh, expensive kitchen knives. Well, actually, I have to say that it, it may be this desert iron wood, why it feels so comfortable in my hand, but it's not a heavy knife. And of course, you know, I, there's a lot of knives that can be really heavy, and I don't want to cut all day long with a very heavy knife. So this um, desert iron wood is not so heavy, and it's kind of it's kind of very sleek in my hands and smooth. It's a It's just so comfortable. It's a very comfortable knife. It just fits like a glove, I could say, in my hand. So, so it's the handle you're saying that it's the that, handle, yeah, the handle, because you can always sharpen a knife and make it more sharp, but mm-hmm. the handle just fits my. Oh, that's hand. interesting. And it's very smooth. It's like kind of like a polished rock in your hand. That's how it kind of feels. That's so cool, Gina. Do you do your own sharpening? I do. I do. I have different knife sharpeners that I use, mm-hmm. um, and I do sharpen my knife before all my jobs. Do you which, use which sh- do you use yeah, for, to sharpen? Well, it's a chef's work, chef's works knife sharpener. It's a mm-hmm. typical. Um, I don't know what it would be. It's a kind of a stone that that's in there. I don't know what kind of stone they use to sharpen these knives, but you just slide it right towards you. So your hand, it, you you grip it in your left hand, and then you just mm-hmm. pull straight towards you, and it just your knife is perfect again. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, and so Bon Appetit said this is the perfect balance of power and grace. That sounds nice. They're so yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. New West knives, and you have a bunch of different ones. Yes, I have. The, I have about six of them in my knife kit. If, could you recommend, like, if I were to buy one, what which which one would you recommend? I Just, would definitely say the chef's the chef's knife. It's like a, a seven a eight inch one or something. Seven, it's an eight inch. Eight eight inch. Chef. Okay. Yeah. okay. And then you get the pairing to go with it. The pairing knife is wonderful to go with it. Mm-hmm. And for very small and intricate little jobs of cutting small things, you would go down to the little, you know, pairing knife. Okay. So the, the eight inch chef knife ironwood is it's $389. And uh, I mean, it looks great. It's, it's a lot of money for art. It's a lot of money and it's so worth it. It's so worth it. You know, this is my job I do every day. So why would I want to use the best tools possible? And also, it's not like I run around with ugly clothes on. So I want to mm-hmm. run around with a beautiful knife on. Yeah, definitely. That sounds good. Well, okay, well, cool. So let's move down to your next one about uh, mail order or online ordering of botanicals, I guess. Yeah, Gourmet Sweet Botanicals. This is one of my favorite companies. This is who I use for every single one of my jobs. This is an edible flower and microgreens and tiny vegetables. They have herb crystals and petite greens. This really dresses up my food. This really dresses up my appetizers. This is the perfect 
um, signature to one of your favorite cocktails. These little beautiful confetti flowers that I throw over my salads, these nasturtiums, these gorgeous leaves I put on my my um, cheese boards. This just really steps it steps it up. Whether you're a home cook or a private chef, to really step up your game is um, with these flowers or these um, crystals. So, so when you say flowers. Are these like dried flowers or are these fresh flowers? These are fresh flowers that you are actually ingesting. You're actually eating huh. beautiful flowers. Right. Cool. But they're mail order, so they're being sent they're, to you by, by mail. They Is are. Right? They're being shipped in a box that's a cooler box on ice, and they come um, in 24 hours. So I order the day before, and the box is here by 11 o'clock for my job. Oh, it's it's like overnight uh, delivery then. So, so um, uh, what kind of cost? What, how how much do they cost? Well, it depends on what you order. So, my typical order would be about fifty dollars, and I'm getting about six different varieties of flowers. So, I get the premium assortment, and you know what's cool is that the flowers change. This premium assortment is probably goes for about twelve dollars. And I have rosemary and um, snapdragon and about 16 different flowers in this premium assortment. So they change too. So I get winter flowers and summer flowers and spring flowers. And then the cool thing about it is you could leave the flowers whole on your plates or your platters or you pull the petals off and you just dust them wherever you want them. That's, I'm, I'm looking at the Instagram page for them right now. It's incredible. It's just, it's like a color explosion. It is. And that's really what sets my food apart. And people remember it, especially at all these parties. Everyone's like, you know, people eat with their eyes. So they're eating my food with all these colors. And it's more exciting and tantalizing for your taste buds to eat with your yeah. eyes. Do you know, happen to know which flowers they are. I know that nasturtiums are edible. What are some of the edible flowers that would be in that mix? Well, the bachelor button, they are my favorite. They come in six different colors of purple, shades of purple that are so beautiful. And that's one of my very favorites. That's really adds a big touch. The snapdragon, like I said, there's a million other ones. I just don't have them in front of me right now, the names of them. Gina, do they have a flavor or are they just some kind of... Food? Some have flavors. Yes, you do. You can taste the different flower flavors for sure. Um, and some are kind of flavorless, but some give pepper tones. Some are, are sweet tones like the, um, the, what is it? The honeysuckle is a very sweet flower. I remember when I was little, when I was on my horse and I would, you know, see these beautiful honeysuckles, I would always get off to taste them. And you said in addition to these flowers, you also have herbs and botanicals, which are other th – I mean, they don't have to be colored petals. They could be greens of some sort. Oh, yeah. They also have these crystals that they've actually crystallized, ginger and different um, other rosemary and thyme and all sorts of stuff that they crystallize. So they really get a, a punch. It's a real punch, the – the flavor on the crystals. That's so cool. I love, and I'm, I'm looking at the, the tiny veggies and they're like little tiny carrots and cucumbers that look like watermelon or like 
marble-sized watermelons and stuff. It's crazy. To add those baby vegetables to your cheese board or your crudoudet is so, um, it's, it's kind of unique and people love them to eat these mini teeny oh, baby yeah. vegetables. Yeah, little tiny squash and things. So I'm looking, you can get 50 little tiny squash for $14. So that, yeah. that goes a long way. Cool. Little bites of magic. Do you know where, are, are they based in California? I'm just thinking about shipping. They are. Okay. Okay. They are based in California. Wow. It would be interesting to take a tour of the place and see what it looks like. Oh, that would be interesting. I bet yeah. there's a lot of greenhouses. I bet they're a lot done in the greenhouses for sure. Yeah. They cut them every day. That's the cool part. You're not getting um, old flowers. They're they're cutting these every day just for your order. What an operation. I love this. This is something I've never like heard of or or really thought of or anything. And of course, there's a a business behind it. And uh, so it's called Gourmet Sweet Botanicals. We'll have a link to that. And I can't tell you how many people ask me a daily where I, I got these flowers. So it cool. adds such a signature to your, especially to your cocktails. It's really, really nice in your cocktails. And oh, when I yeah. do tuna tartare, I top it off with these beautiful, vibrant, um, purple little flower petals. And my crab cakes, then I top it off with an orange little petal. And it just, it's so amazing. It's so tasty and it's so beautiful. That sounds good. Okay. Well, well, Gina, you said you are um, strong. You, you carry that uh, Derby that's loaded with stuff. So to use uh, Le Creuset cookware, you have to be strong too, because we have a, a, a skillet, a big one. And, and my wife has to use both hands to lift the skillet and she can't hold it up for long, but uh, you, you, you're recommending it, but you do have I, to be strong to use this stuff. You know what? You're so true. My mom is 74 and she can't um, lift the lacusses anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's true, but I have a love for these pans. I really do. I have a love for the Dutch oven. It's one of my favorite pans I've ever used. It has, you know, the, the top you fill with water so it drops down and keeps your meat moist the whole entire time. But this is my second favorite La Cousse pan. It's the enameled cast iron skinny grill. Let me tell you, I love this pan. It's a dream pan. I have two of them. So I have the grill version of this pan and also just the flat version. So I do my, my fish on this. When you want your fish skin to be crispy and to be beautiful, you press it down with your fingers and you set it right down on this pan and you'll have some of the best crispiest fish skin you've ever had in your life. And, and I love what it. makes it, what about the, what is it about the pan that um, makes the skin or the grill so good? Well, one, it's nonstick. Two, I love to do my fish right on top of the stove first. So I put it on a high heat, get my oil really hot. And then I, I place my fish down when the pan's super hot on top of the stove. And then why I love it is because it's nonstick. And then I take it after the fish is halfway up and I can see the color of the fish turning opaque. Then I pop this same pan into the oven. So I never have to make two cleaning jobs for myself. Mm -hmm. What another great um, thing. And so most, most pans you you'd either use on the stovetop or the oven, but this one you can use either on the stove and the oven. 
Yes. And that's why I love it. You know, a lot of times you're at someone's house and they, they think they put the right pan on top of the, the oven. I mean, on top of the stove and then they put it in the oven and you smell that nasty smell because the, the handle is burning. Mm, yes. That's yes. the benefit of these. Yes. This is the benefit. You can do dual job here with one pan. You can do pancakes. You can do your eggs, sunny side up eggs. You can do your bacon. You can do fish. There's so many different um, ways to cook on this pan. And then I love the twin of this, the grill pan. I love it on my lamb chops. I love it on my steak to give the grill marks, you know, and and to describe that, so this pan, the grill pan, has kind of a rose, a stripe of raised yes. metal, like like yes. it would be like a grill, in in the bottom of the pan. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, on the other, the first pan that you were talking about, that's just a flat bottom. Is that a square or is that a circle? The, the Both pan, of so. these are rectangle, but actually I own the La Cousay round grill as well. So I, I imagine that they come in round and rectangle. And how did, how did those little ridges, what, what's the benefit of the ridges if you're cooking something so it doesn't stick as much or... I believe that those are really for grill marks to place mm-hmm. grill marks on because they um, they do make a, a really nice statement when you have nice grill marks on your, your meat. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it always does look cool. But the flat pan, I just absolutely love. I have. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at both of them, and you know, at being a laku say, these are not very heavy. Actually, these pans are are pretty pretty not heavy at all. I would say they would weigh less than 2.5 pounds. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. And are they, um, are, is the surface actually just cast iron or does it have a non-stick surface on it? The skinny grill I'm speaking about, the um, it is a cast iron. So it is the non-stick one. The other one is actually non-stick too, the grill pan as well. They're both non-stick. Meaning if there's a there's a nonstick surface added to the to the cast iron. There is, and it's the healthy one. It's not the yeah. one that you want to you'll get cancer from. <laughs> it's like rock hard and indestructible too. That mm-hmm. they, whatever they coat it with is like porcelain or ceramic or something, and it never wears out. We've had La Crusade. We've had them for like ten years, and they're they look like the day we bought them. That's why you invest in pans like this. It's like mm-hmm. my knife. You want to invest in good quality materials that you'll never, ever have to get rid of again. I'm never going to have to go and buy new pots and pans. These will last me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the the heaviness and the thickness of the skills, the the benefit is once you let them get hot, you have this nice, even heat that's not going to like, it's not volatile. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Plus, you know, the French know what they're doing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> know how to cook, you know? uh-huh. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, yeah, it looks great. It's, it's gorgeous. So that's the Le Creuset enameled cast iron skinny grill. That sounds good. Why is it called skinny? I don't know. I think they were talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why they call them skinny. Maybe because, you know, you can, you know, the fat settles down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to. You don't have to eat it. 
Yeah, let's see. Slender grill pan fits over single burner on stove or outdoor grill. Or maybe that, I don't know, but yeah, that's probably why that's probably why. Yeah. So, so, um, you are the Malibu seaside chef. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, your, your business and, um, the, the kind of things that you do in addition to, you know, cooking delicious food, you, you're also featured on a lot of television programs and things like that. Yeah. Tell us just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, I was featured on Extreme Chef on the Food Network. I did four years of of million dollar listing. And then I was on, on Beverly Hills Housewives. And I have, I'm in the works right now with my own reality cooking show. We just shot my first pilot for Malibu Seaside Chef. I um, have worked for all the biggest celebrities in the world from Justin Bieber to, you know, to you name them, I've done them. Julia Roberts, Angelina Jolie. I mean, I've uh, I've had my business for 18 years, so I kind of started from the ground up. I was a model. I lived all over the world. I lived in Paris, Milan, Germany, Australia, Amsterdam. So I had to figure out what am I going to do when I get old and wrinkled. <laughs> um, so, so when you are making food for Justin Bieber or Angelina Angelina Jolie. Do you, so you, you prepare food and then it's delivered to their, their house. Is that basically what it is? No, all these people, I actually go into their homes and I cook for them there. Oh, wow. Yep. Amazing. It's a lot of work. I gotta it's a go lot of work and a lot shop. of time. I gotta plan a menu first, go grocery shopping, talk about dietary restrictions, talk about who's vegan, who's not, and what I'm going to feed all these people because everyone has something they do eat or don't eat oh yeah yeah sure there's there's gluten-free there's low fodmap keto yes Yes. allergies (laughs) this that and you know it's very serious you could you could end up with someone in the hospital if you're not yeah 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 definitely i have a daughter with a nut allergy and we've made trips to the emergency room before so yeah you got to be careful um so so but so so you don't just go like some these celebrities don't hire you to prepare meals every day. It's like for special occasions. Yeah. These are daily dinners they have Mm -hmm. and, you know, parties for me as a private chef, I love going to a new house all the time. It was like my work as a model before I went to a new studio. I met new people. It was constantly interactive and fun. I, I love my job because I don't go to the same office every day. I go to a new kitchen every every day, and I love it. It's challenging. It's fun. And um, these days, it seems uh, photography is a big part of eating. Um, do you photograph your food? Do do they photograph your food? Is that part of what you think of as what you do? You know, that's something that this Instagram world and all these new things that are happening now, it's like, you just got to get on the wagon as a chef. I want my, the integrity of my food to go out hot, steaming, beautiful. So for me to get in there and try to take an Instagram picture, you know, it's hard, but I still try to do it. I still do try to do it. I try to um, take pictures of my food as it goes out, but I really don't want to lose the integrity of the, the warmth of my food to try to take the perfect picture. It's more important for me that my, my client is happy rather than getting the perfect picture of my food. 
And I guess they could take the picture themselves if they wanted to. They could, they could, but uh, it's they want to eat it so fast it looks like. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Gene, if people want to find out more about you and what you do and all that good stuff, where's the best place for them to go? MalibuSeasideChef.com. Cool. That sounds good. This has been really fun talking to you and learning about all of your cooking tools and stuff. I also want to say that I was just mm-hmm. featured on CBS LA Channel 2, Destination LA. It's season one, episode 10, and it's on Amazon Prime right now. Cool. And yeah, so there's a lot of good things in the works. And then I have six pages coming out in the new Malibu Magazine August issue. Very nice. Okay. We'll have those in the show notes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Well, thanks. It was really a lot of fun. Thanks, uh, you guys. It, it was really fantastic to enter this other world that we don't normally get to experience. <laughs> and thanks for the great tips, especially about the edible botanicals, which is really cool. Yeah, you guys are going to really step your game up over there. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Mark. And I wanted to thank you for listening to The Cool Tools Show. And I also wanted to let you know that we've got a lot more going on at Cool Tools than just this podcast. We also have the Cool Tools website, which has a new tool review every day. And you can get there by going to cool-tools.org. We also have four different newsletters that you can subscribe to, and you can subscribe to those from the Cool Tools page. We have this podcast that you're listening to right now. We also have a YouTube channel where we review tools. Check that YouTube channel out by going to youtube.com slash cool tools. And one of the things I'd like to ask you is if you're really enjoying everything that we are producing, go to our Patreon page and support us there. You can sign up and give us as little as $1 a month, and that would mean a lot to us. The money that we get from Patreon goes towards a lot of things. We transcribe our podcast interviews so that you can read them online. We pay for editing of our podcasts and for our videos. We pay our contributors. We have video production costs. We have equipment costs. We have hosting costs. And the money you give us through Patreon also goes to support Cool Tools Lab. Anything you give is a huge help. And one of the things that we do is if you are a contributor to Patreon, we'll give you a shout out on air. And so I have a few people here to thank this week. Mark Lyonage, Micah Gates, Monty Zukowski, Patrick James McNally, Robert Cohen, Scott Spence Lloyd, Steve Avery, Steve Golden, Steve Levine, Tom Hess, William Phillips, Aaron Nipper, Darab Patel, Glenn Mercer, Jay Walker, Jeff Bonaire, Ryan Jarrell, Pat Daly, Patrick Kennedy, Troy Wallet, Mike Camerate, Nicole Harkin, Tim Youssef, Scott Reed. Thanks all of you for supporting Cool Tools. And if you would like to have a shout out, Go over to the Patreon page and sign up. And thanks for listening to the Cool Tools Podcast. We'll see you next week.